Hey. That theme song familiar to anyone? Me. Probably thinking, what the heck did I just turn on? But this is the Movie (laughs) Dummies podcast. Um, With me today is Shannon. Yep, that's me. And Angela. Yay, that's me. And I don't know, Angela, would you say that this is one of those movies from our childhood we watched a lot of? I would say that, yes. 800 million times, absolutely. (laughs) And yet I still tear it up because it's just that good. How long has it been since you had seen it? Um, You know, it's been a minute. It has been a real hot minute. Probably, oh gosh, at least a decade, I'd say. Oh, wow. I don't think I've seen it in adulthood at all. So it's been over over 20 years. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, anyways, the movie we watched and we're going to discuss is A League of Their Own, if you couldn't tell by the title of this podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a movie starring Tom Hanks. We, he pees again. Gina Davis. Uh, what's the what's Kit's name? Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Madonna. Rosie O'Donnell. Um, the chick who looks like an owl. Um, the dude that played the doctor and look who's talking Bill Pullman Bill Pullman the dude that I will never I can't watch in anything ever since I watched Dolores wow Dolores Claiborne oh I I was looking at the who was in Dolores Claiborne the the guy Ira I think his name is in this movie he's the promoter guy Oh, that guy? Uh, He's oh, great. That guy. I he plays have you ever when was the last have you seen Dolores Claiborne? No. Okay, so Kathy Bates and that guy are David were husband and David Straight there and wife. Right? Yeah. And he is a pedophile who molests his kid and Dolores Claiborne kills him, buries oh. him in her oh, yard. Awful. Well he's a real During life a nice Claiborne. guy, isn't he? <laughs> Unlike John I have no Lovitz. idea. I have no idea. I can't. I can't watch him in anything ever since that. There's a really awful scene on, that's rather explicit on the ferry, and it it, it damaged me. It really, really did damage mm-hmm. me. I, I watched it when I was like a preteen, and it was. I was like, oh, that guy, and I. I can't. I hate. I hate that guy now. Anyway. Well, did you, did you like seeing Taya Leone in this movie? Hmm. Oh my gosh, that Pretty was fame. Taya Leone. Yeah. Shannon Holy was like, crap. it's Taya Leone. And I was like, oh, you didn't believe okay, um, calm down. I didn't see her. And then finally she's like, there she is again. And I was like, I missed her again. Don't know what's wrong with me. And then finally she like hit pause and she goes, see, I told you. That's a great and, uh, impression of her, by the way. Yeah, Not at all yeah. offensive. Very. And uh, thank goodness Lovitz is, mm. you know, his acting job in this was to be a total prick. He didn't even have to act at all. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, I have some notes on Lovitz. Um, <clears throat> he's, of course, um, not a popular person to a certain crowd of people because of his dealings with other people. He was He's been shrewd and rude and callous let's just say um yeah he's a funny ass actor though he is i mean 
I'm sorry. I don't know. He's good. He he hits his mark. He says his funny ass line with the correct timing. He's good. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I've always felt like there's a spot for Levitt. Typically, yeah. he's he has not been cast in something that isn't his spot. So, for the most no. part, when I see him in a project, you know, he he nails it. Like in the Wedding Singer. Right. Separating separating the artist from his craft, so to speak. You know, you know it, it, he's kind of an asshole. It's not like he raped children like Michael Jackson. Oh, I can't. I won't listen to Michael Jackson music at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's not like he's, he's the worst human no, being. No, he's, he's just, just a dick. He's just kind of a dick. A little bit narcissistic. What do you know? An actor who's narcissistic. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Weird. Um, so the movie opens up on an older Gina Davis, and I was like, wow, that old lady makeup's good. Uh, turns out it's not makeup. Yeah. Well, it's not Gina Davis. Yeah, it's not Gina Davis right. at all. It's an old lady. <laughs> it is. But they did But they did dub Gina Davis' Correct. voice Correct. over the lady. So it is her voice. But she looks enough like Gina Davis that that was a very convincing. I mean, I think that's true of all the older ladies, the older versions of themselves. I mean, older Kit looks legit. Older Ellen Sue looks legit. Marla. I, I mean, I think they, they did a really good job casting the yeah. older ladies for sure. Very good. Um... So what's the first scene that got you? That got me? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I can tell you like the first scene that like really roped me in was the Marla scene. Oh yeah. When she's yeah, in the I gymnasium just cranking cranking them freaking balls out through the window and stuff. And her dad is so yeah. proud of her. The dad I actually looked him up, his name is Eddie Jones, and I looked him up because he just did a phenomenal job. He Absolutely. was just so heartfelt. And I was like, man, I feel like I should know this dude because he, I, I don't know why he's not in more stuff, but it he's turns in a ton out he of stuff. A, yeah. It turns out he, he was in a bunch of stuff and he, he's dead now, but it yeah. seems like he worked all the way up until the end mostly and got his start in 1958 and just worked steady. Basically from he, the yeah. He's, late he's 80s played on almost any type of character you could imagine. Yeah. But, you know, from the 90s on, it was an old guy. <laughs> right, right, because, you know, he's old. Uh, I think the thing I remember him from the most was he was uh, Pa Kent on Lois and Clark, the Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher show. Yeah, absolutely. Now that you say that, I remember that. Yeah, he was on Veep. I mean, he's just—he's a good actor. Shannon, what about you? About who? what's the what's the first scene that roped you in that you were, can remember? I I like this movie overall. So, right at the beginning when they were playing baseball and walking home and at the farm. See when John Lovitz walks up to the farm and wants Dottie but not Kit. I was already ready to watch this movie. So I don't know. There's. A lot of good to this movie that I like. Okay. Is Lori Petty good in this movie? Who does she play? 
Kit. I think so. Kit. I, I think she's supposed to be kind of like a bratty younger sister, and I, I think she nails it. Is she supposed to be overacting like that? I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, younger siblings tend to be a little overdramatic. Are you saying that from experience? I don't know. It wasn't. I mean, there there may be some experience talking. <laughs> the, she actually looks more like the younger sister than I imagined. Like, according to IMDb, Maura Kelly, she was the yeah. girl in Cutting Edge movie, the skating movie. She was supposed to be casted, but I don't think that would have fit. But I guess you can be sisters and not look alike at all. Um, well, Lori Petty is also not a redhead. They had to dye her hair red once they cast Gina Davis. Oh, interesting. Because I don't believe Gina Davis was originally cast as Dottie. She got pulled in like last minute. She didn't get to go through the baseball camp like all the other girls did. Mm-hmm. But they said that she caught on really fast and she was one of the better ones. Interesting. I'll look through and try and find that. I think some of the trivia I ended up looking up was like, she was very, very good overall at baseball, but uh, Lori Petty and Rosie O'Donnell were excellent batters, and they would have like batting competitions for the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's so much on this movie. Like, when you're on IMDb, there's like pages and pages oh, of yeah. trivia. Oh, yeah. Of well, it was what happened. It was like a very um, long, drawn out production. It took a few years to make this movie because of all the so, the crap going on. I actually, I couldn't. I have a D. I have this movie on DVD. I couldn't find my DVD copy, so I just rented it on Amazon, and I was started watching it with the X-ray on, mm-hmm. so that I'd get all these little cool tidbits and everything. And after about, oh. Uh, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, I, I I couldn't pay attention to it. So it's just so engrossed in the movie. Yeah. Um, I had a audible chuckle when Lovitz goes, I'm going to give the wife a little pickle tickle. That made oh, me yeah, laugh. I made that note too. Because yeah. we watched this with our kids. And yeah, that was fun. Someone's like, what does that mean? They're like, ugh, I don't want to explain that. Ugh. And then I have. It's a game he plays with his wife where he chases her around with a pickle. It's no, weird. He, it's where he places his penis inside of her vagina. Um, I wrote down in my notes at this point in time that this is probably the best thing Madonna's ever done. Oh, goodness. There was a lot. Including all of her music? Absolutely. But did you know Madonna was a complete piece of shit while making this movie? Yeah, she complained. Um. I didn't know that, but I am. I think I just naturally assumed that. Yeah, like so, like when they're like a nightmare person in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they were filming all the baseball scenes, the the stands were filled with people. Right. Filming a movie takes a long time, so like Rosie O'Donnell would do stand up to entertain the crowds. Tom Hanks did puppet shows just to make everybody laugh. And they ask, hey, Madonna, would would you sing some songs? And she's like, fuck yeah. Mm. (laughs) She just wouldn't do it. And so then they, other women started singing Madonna songs kind of to mock her. (laughs) To kind of tell her, hey. (laughs) Fucking chaos! Take that. That is absolutely magical. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's nice. You know, like, there's a lot happening. There's so many people in this movie to get them all in the right place to film these scenes I can only imagine 
you know, how much time it took to set it up to actually, you know, record the short scenes that they did. Yeah. They said they filmed just a ton of baseball. Mm-hmm. They would just have the girls well, have go play baseball. So much, right? They have so much. They there's like three or four big long montage. Oh yeah, scenes. the sliding. I can, yeah, I can only oh, imagine yeah. how long it took to shoot that. That girl who slid and had that huge bruise on her thigh. Yeah. One hundred percent real. I believe it. I was. It looks real, and I'm like, I looked at Jason and I went, "This is why you play pant or you wear pants to play baseball." Right. Now, now, I don't know. Would now be a good time to talk about this? Because uh, I what? think about this, like, yesterday. I was like, what does this movie say its message to people today in regards to um, female power and female femininity? I don't feel like it is radiating female power. At all, I. You think don't think was, so? No, I don't. I don't think that's the message they were trying to put out. And even by some of the specific actors and the way they played it in the movie, I don't think they were trying to push that message at all. I think it was more or less they were in a situation that they were in because they liked to play baseball whatever and they were you know they got to know one another just based on the history of it i don't think at all it it was a message of girl power so i think i don't know if this is unintentional or if this was intentional but from the filmmakers or if this is just how i viewed it i think they went out of their way to show the kind of, I guess, the place women had in in society sure. in the 30s and 40s. I think they went out of their way to make sure that we, the audience, even in, in a modern world, I mean, obviously, this is from 1992, and we've, you know, we've come even farther since then. But I think, uh, you know, they went out of their way to show that women had one job and that was to be a wife and pump and out babies. Kids. Right. And anything <laughs> and, and and that they had to be beautiful and graceful and elegant while they did it. And you know, that that women had a very specific place in the world and that anytime someone was outside of that that norm, they were another absolutely yeah, it was absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, Rosie O'Donnell talks about how, you know, she she was dating a dude who was stupid and, and treated, treated her, her bad. bad. Yeah. And it's because he was the only one who ever cared, you know, whoever g- noticed her she because wasn't... she liked to play baseball. She, you know, she was weird. Well, she's not, unquote. you know, quote unquote, beautiful either. Right. And it's. So, and I think giving that you know and in the beginning the whole girls playing baseball thing is a joke was a joke and nobody took it seriously um you know the stands are basically empty and and then they start you know the women really started doing 
things to grab grab attention to get crowds you know and it was stupid gimmicky stuff but once they got the crowd in there then these people really started to appreciate these women as ball players and i i feel like that's definitely sends a a message about the which uh that part of the movie is is complete filmmaking um whatever uh in reality the stands were filled from day one they didn't have to do any of that right right well, I mean, everybody loved baseball, right? It was yeah. It was America's, America's pastime. Pastime. So they and in reality, they didn't care who was playing. They just wanted to watch baseball. Yep. There were very there was very little to do back then. <laughs> exactly. Gonna go see a talkie for ten cents. Mm-hmm. That's about it. And or, go you know, catch a talkie. <laughs> and, you know, one of those. <laughs> Make some babies. But yeah, um, I don't know, because I was thinking, like, I do think this movie does send a message about um, female empowerment, for the most part, especially when we're talking about in in sports, which is something that obviously has been in the news pretty recently, correct? Yeah. And like, yeah. <sighs> what... Uh, you know, how do I tiptoe around this? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it made me question, like, I, I actually asked Jason, like, why do you think women don't play baseball now? Yeah, good I mean, question. they play softball, sure, but why don't they play baseball? Why, why isn't there a women, a professional women's baseball league? Why, why, I wonder why that is. Yeah, why did they, why did they answer, revert but... back to softball? It's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I, it seems odd to me, though, that we had this big push, and then, what, the boys came back, so they just went back to softball? I, it doesn't mean... When you go through the credits at the end, it doesn't quite seem to be the case. It seems like it, it went on Nine years longer. or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know softball is a professional women's sport. You can go play, and... Uh, you can go to the Olympics. So, well, sure, cool. You know that's. But men can play softball as well. Like men play not, softball, not in the Olympics. Also. No. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's a good, really good question. Mm-hmm. Why isn't there a female baseball league? Maybe you need to start it up. I actually was reading some of this history. Because you know how in the movie it said that they were trying to gain the population popularity from the people to get them to come yeah according to i just said this oh while you were looking it up (laughs) it was popular from the get it was very popular and the fact that it continued though is they continued and they changed the name to all american girls professional baseball league that took the that lasts dozens of years and it gave 500 women an opportunity because the rules were so different. Give it to me, mommy. So like the rules of, of course, the smaller ball, the length between the bases, the length between pitching mound and the hitter were actually kept because there were women that were classified as softball players that have a shorter distance and more professional women who could take it longer like those longer bases and longer pitching 
everything that I saw in the movie, I don't know if this is historically accurate, but that was a regulation baseball diamond, and they were hitting dingers, you know, 300 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that fence did not look short. At all. Like it does in college or Little League. I don't know exactly how long it was, but old Dottie Henson was cranking them out yeah. for home runs, you know? Yeah, she was. But it was saying this is why the female all-American girl professional baseball league continued because it separated females from softball to professional baseball players and put them with the league with the Are boys. you saying it, it cut the wheat from the chaff? Yeah, sure. That's a good way of saying it. Gave Interesting. Them, according to them, it gave them an opportunity that never existed. Well, yeah. and But it is odd that it doesn't exist today. Why can't women play baseball? Yeah. I know why. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. I I am of the opinion when it comes to professional sports that there's no reason that there has to be a men's team or a women's team. It should just be, hey, if you want to try out for this team and you're good enough, then you'll get on the team, whether you're a man or a woman. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. It's interesting. Um... <sighs> Well, you're not going to like what I have to say, but uh, it's... I mean, if no women make it on the team because they're not good enough, then that is what it is. If you're talking about I, a skill position, like a, like a kicker or something like that, definitely women can make teams. But if you're talking about like the no, NBA, there, there's not a woman in I'm the world who can make a all, team. I'm, I'm talking about all professional sports, and that's fine. I'm not saying there has to be some kind of quota that where there has to be a certain number. No, if right. But I mean, wouldn't you rather have, and if you don't, wouldn't you rather have a women's league where they can go showcase their talent? Like I'm sure there's some golfers that could probably get in there, but like Mm -hmm. even Serena Williams was fucking smoked by like the 200th ranked men's tennis player. He's like, shit. He fucking smoked. I mean, I'm all, I mean, I'm over here. Like why? No. Why would there be a women's league? Why wouldn't there just be a, I don't know, uh, amateur league or, you know, or a, I, I don't know, where men would also be, you know, where men who aren't as good would also be able to play on that league. I, I don't know. Well, I think it, I personally, I'd rather have them have a women's league and have women their day in the sun, you know, mm-hmm. instead of constantly being shit on by men. Okay. You know? Yeah. And, you know, this is something that's being brought to light all over the place now because now you got, you know, dudes who say that they're ladies and they're dominating women's sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Anybody who isn't biologically female should not be participating well, in female sports. This is the world we live as in today. As long as there are female sports, that's how that should be. So this, this is the world we live in today. The world that we live in today is garbage. And yeah, I, I, I definitely really think that <laughs> if you were born with a dick, you shouldn't be able to play in women's leagues or, you know, like some of the most dangerous cases, join the UFC as a woman. I mean, hmm. even Caitlyn Jenner is saying that's a bad that's a bad thing. And yeah. Caitlyn Jenner was a an Olympic athlete as a man. And wow. Caitlin, she I don't. Is saying, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is still a man. I'm sorry. Oh, right. R- r- right. I, I. I have. I. I don't really want to. I don't. 
I am a, I am in the Dave Chappelle school on this so bullshit. Um, it's I, I I just I can't even I can't even with all this nonsense. His deal is yeah. it's great that you believe what you believe, but at what point in time am I committed into believing what you believe? I'm over here like I don't under, I don't even understand why it's a thing. Why are we even talking about it? Why? 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 Why are we even talking about it? Because a couple I don't, people, I don't run around, people on Twitter I don't got run around, nosy. Whatever. I'm not running around town screaming at the top of my lungs how I'm a cisgendered straight woman. Like, why are we even talking about it? It's it fucking matter. stupid. It's so dumb. I don't care what you identify as. You're just a fucking person. Stop being ridiculous. Well. Ugh. Ugh. This identification syndrome becomes their entire personality, so it's hard to uh, be a person without <laughs> first. It's like you know, like veganism is the same way in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah. just you have to. You're just a person. Just stop it. It's it's insane. Well. And can we can we talk just for a second about the whole? I use they. I I'm I'm non-binary, and I use they them pronouns. Can we just talk about how that's completely? And utterly grammatically incorrect for well, if you're gonna, for the English language, because if you're going to talk about they or them, you have to be talking about more than one person. It's not a singular pronoun; it's a plural pronoun. But you're both, That's so insane. it's correct. No, you're neither. Non-binary is neither. Or both. Mm. Chloe, is non-binary both or neither? We really got off track. I'm sorry, everyone. So, yeah. I mean, sorry to go down this rabbit hole. I, this is not I a politics right, podcast. So you're neither male nor, you're yeah. neither male nor female, right? Or or both. Right. Which is Chloe the is the official. Listen, listen, Chloe listen. The... I'm trying to make up something that makes sense for the thing you said. I don't fucking know what the right answer is. So stop fucking arguing with me. <laughs> I'm just, you can't, I'm shoehorning. Let me shoehorn. <laughs> Jeez. <Ugh. laughs> I told you I didn't want to talk about this. I could talk about this for days. Uh, All right. Back to this friggin' movie. Why do you talk that way? Because that's the way we talk. I, you know, that's very unwoke of us, but we're we're all <laughs> Gen X or tail of Gen X. So I it's, am Gen X, one hundred percent. You're a fucking I millennial. I <laughs> disagree. Hard disagree. Gen X ends at eighty four. Mm. Um. Yeah, but did I grow up in a in a house <laughs> like we, a like a millennial? No, we got our ass whooped. So. Uh, yep. So one part of this movie—do I have the mentality of a millennial? Sometimes. That do I eat chicken nuggets while I'm recording a podcast? Yep, I, millennial. I think <laughs> would not. We're going back to the movie. Shannon's doing it. Ugh, I'm trying to think of how to even word this. Like, who can bring their kid to work on a daily basis? Oh, that um, shit was funny. I'm sorry. It was. That kid's a fucking Still asshole. Well, Angel. Stillwell, little devil in a sailor suit, chocolate all over his face. He reminded me of the kid from The Simpsons, who Gunther or whatever right? his name was. Right? I eat all of your chocolate. 
Well, <laughs> if it was okay for that one child, wasn't why wasn't there more? That's what I really wondered at that point. Like why? So I got the sense that her husband is an abusive dick face. Yes. Mm. That's why there weren't more children. There's a lot of subtext in this movie. Ah. Uh. Yeah, she's like, she's like. So my husband says that he can't watch Stillwell because he's got a he needs to pay attention to the lawn ads. So he told me just to shut up and take him. Oh. So that dude's got to sit around on his ass looking at wan ads. Sure, sure, sure. AKA drinking all day. Yep. So can't be bothered to watch his own kid. Yeah. Aw, that's sad. But it yeah. it kind of gave us the necessary means in this movie um, for some funny stuff. Like they tell him to close his eyes and he has his hands over his eyes, but then he's looking between his fingers um, for most of the part, and then just puts his hands down. It's just a normal thing. Like he grew up with a bunch of women constantly getting dressed in a locker room. How uncomfortable! Well, I mean, I get the sense that they don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't this know. is a. But he, when Tom Hanks throws the mitt at him. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, it is a magical moment in this film. Oh, yeah. Or uh, there was a line where something like, Ugh, I have to look this up. I was just like, I mean, the hilarious. there's a couple pretty famous things in this movie. One of them is the peeing scene in which Tom Hanks and yeah. his in his I don't know how many movies in a row he did where he was pissing in movies. <laughs> Real pee freak, that guy. But it's pretty funny. Penny Marshall, the director of the movie, was pouring a pitcher of water into something to catch the sound and he didn't even know how long he was going to be peeing <laughs> so he was like ad-libbing <laughs> yeah so when he stopped and started and stuff he, he was ad-libbing that <laughs> and of course the most famous line from this movie and I yeah. think it's in the AFI's top 100 movie quotes of all time it's like number 20 it is something like that yeah. there's no crying in baseball there's no crying in baseball yeah there's no crying She's crying, sir. <laughs> you know, you look like a little penis with that hat on. That's the line I was looking for. Uh. Oh, man. So this movie makes me wish I liked Tom Hanks more because he's such a freaking good actor. I just, I hate that I hate him. Why do you hate Tom Hanks? Yeah. that's an... I don't know. I don't know. I, I genuinely have no good answer for that. I don't know. I just, I too nice I, I i'm suspicious he's he's too good he's too wholesome he's too so he's got to have like young women chained up in his dungeon and him and rita like no adam or something i don't know there's there's got to be something bad happening he's too good you know what tells me he's actually a genuinely a nice guy his kid is an absolute piece of shit and he doesn't like go out there and stop him no he doesn't <laughs> you sounded so defeated when you chicken. said that. I know. Well, he's got the other. Well, he's got the other one that that does good things. In the sure, world. but the whole when's the last time you heard Colin Hanks out there on Instagram? You know, or or he was on fucking TMZ saying some shit, making Tom Hanks ne- look bad. Never. 
never. That's why he's got. So he doesn't have to deal with the other one because he's got the good one. Look good. Uh, one of the scenes that really hit me, kind of like the scene with uh, Marla, was the scene where the telegram guy oh, comes to deliver Jesus, the message. Yeah. Oh, I cried so uh, hard. Oh, Betty Spaghetti, I felt so bad for her. Oh yeah, According, that that was just killer good acting it and took directing. Three days to film that. And they did a fantastic job because I was, like you said, I, you're tearing up. And I knew, even though you know it's Betty Spaghetti, right? you still are like, no, no, who is it? Well, Gina Davis is so good. She at, is petrified. At drawing your eye. You know the outcome. But you're when you're watching a movie, sometimes you're just experiencing it. You're not thinking about what happens. Right. And if you're doing that while watching that scene, you were completely looking at Gina Davis and expecting her to get the bad news just like she is. Mm -hmm. And you got to say, fuck, man, where's Gina Davis? She shouldn't have had all that plastic surgery, you know? Mm. I know. Because she'd be out there acting the shit out of stuff. And, you know, she was on the the Fox show The Exorcist, and she was so good. Just her face was a little stiff. She needs to get those cheek implants out. That's not what it was. She got some lip work done. I don't know. No. Some of so she's got. Look completely different. She had the same thing Carrie Fisher had, where she couldn't quite oh, emote gotcha. all of her words. Probably a lot of Botox in there yeah. as well. Poor girl. <laughs> the mean, fucking crazy standards that you put on that. women in Hollywood. I mean, a dude can look like an old yeah. shoe, and he can still be starring in a movie. I mean. I get that to a point. I still can't help but feel like, you know, Helen Mirren doesn't look like that, and she fucking kills it. Right. Yeah, Diane Lane. Like right. Rosario I, Dawson. I mean, it's. I don't think it's impossible to age gracefully in Hollywood. I think yeah. people let that pressure get to them. Well, if you think of Gina Davis's age, those. though, I think she's in that last generation of actors that are feeling that pressure like that. That's true. I mean, Helen didn't really start acting until she's she not American, older, right? Yeah, that's true. So British they actresses might not be feeling that there. same. Yeah, they have different rules over there. And they have different beauty standards. Yeah. Uh, but Gina know. Davis could act the shit out of stuff back in the day. Remember? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And another scene yeah. that I still is one of those great scenes is the charm and charm and beauty school oh yeah which was real which is real like they made these girls go through like they're not women like marla's like hiling hitler oh that was fucking hilarious i I laughed it was great she's so stiff arm just up and down (laughs) yeah that actress is great or with the tv and them dancing it was just phenomenal like those singings be- they just went one to the next and kept giving you the enthusiasm to keep going. Like, it made the movie just fly by. Absolutely, for sure. I was actually surprised to see that it was a, it had a two-hour running time because I don't remember it being longer than a than a typical 90-minute movie. I, I didn't. Oh, I remembered it being long. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. It, it just... It never felt long to me. No, it doesn't. 
I forgot how it started. I was like, wait, this is how it starts? I think I remember, like, the guts of the movie, the going back in time, but I don't... midsection. Yeah, I don't remember the before and after scenes. I was like, really? That was in there? Oh, the after scenes when she's in the Hall of Fame and she sees sees everybody and she sees Stillwell. Yeah, and those actresses, I wondered, I was like, wow, they really did good old makeup, but they were other actresses. Some of them weren't actresses. Some of them were the actual women. Correct, but they put in the voices of Gina Davis and Laura Petty. Yep. But all those women who were actually playing the baseball game, those were original right? ladies. And Dottie Henson and Kit Henson weren't real people. No, Dottie is. Dottie wasn't. She was based on somebody else. Um, I looked this up. Where is it? And she played for years in the league. So Dorothy Dottie Schroeder. Schroeder, yeah. And she played for like four years. This says... This says Dottie Henson was inspired by real life player Dorothy Cammy Kamenchek. Oh, that's another name. Where I have it as Dorothy Dottie Schroeder because she got married. They have her married name. I don't know if that's different. Oh, it could be, yeah. Maybe that could be the case. But and how long did she play? She played all 12 seasons. All 12 she, seasons? Oh, I was wrong. Yeah. She holds the all time record for the most games played. This is how they play.com. There's also Doris Sammy Sams. She was a tall baseball player, 5'9. She was voted player of the year. Uh, Helen Erlin Beans Risinger. She was from Oklahoma. She pitched for the Grand Rapids Chicks. Yay. Yeah. So, like, and then the last one is Jean Fout. She played for South Bend Blue Sox, and she was considered one of the best players in the All-American Girl Professional Baseball League. Goodness. As a pitcher. But those were the women that they were against. Like, even some of the team names, like the Milwaukee Chicks, the Minnesota Millerettes, Fort Wayne Daisies, Grand Rapids Chicks, Pedora Red Wings. I think that's the least feminine name there is. Muskegon Lassies. Chicago Collins. Springfield Sallies. Kalamazoo Lassies. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Those are the uh, additional names. I guess it only started with four teams to begin with. The Kenosha Comets, Racing Bells, Rockford Peaches, and the South Bend Blue Sox. So there's only I love me a good old page. And actually, the first the first World Series was won by Racing, the Bells, but they played against the Comets. Yeah. So that was the Rockford a... Peaches were dead last. I'm actually reading a different article that has a different. It's a completely different person who only played ten seasons. That they're saying is. That Dottie's base balance so weird. Interesting. Hmm. I'm sure it's the other one. I'm sure it's the one you're talking about because you know it's Dot Dottie is her nickname. Not in this one. It's saying it's Caddy, Cammy, and you know Dottie played all right. twelve 
seasons and all that stuff, but it's just weird. Well, it sounds like we're getting into the weeds. Yeah. You know what that must mean. We since, are, anyway. Since Aaron showed up. <laughs> uh, it must be time to get to the end. So the, the ending's very dramatic, and it's very sweet and touching and mm. very... Wraps up the story. Used to be my playground. <laughs> now you sound like a creepy kid from a horror movie. <laughs> Where I stand. I actually, I feel really bad for the rest of the peaches. You know, Dottie obviously threw that game to make Kit feel better or whatever. Did she? But yeah, I don't think yeah. she did. You don't think she did? But I also think she did. I think she did. I'm of two minds I on it. I think she did. I definitely think she did. I think she could see how much it meant to Kit. She knew that she wasn't going to play again. So I and would I agree think... with you, and this is kind of like, why the fuck would Alexander Hamilton put on his glasses if he didn't want to shoot Aaron Burr? It's one of those things. Mm. Why would she tell the pitcher what she can't hit if she didn't want to win? Oh. I think once she hit it... I don't know. She, I think she, she still wanted to win. I think Kit got the best of her. I don't think so. Hmm. I think that's I also what... I also am of two minds. I do believe you're one hundred percent correct that she let her little sister win. And see, I I think that's what they play in that movie, though. You're playing to all these people. Hey, Aaron just left. That you know, you're hoping for one or the other, where you don't have to. Like, I I didn't think she was letting her win at all. I think she was hoping she was going to rise to the top, and she was going to be that mouse that was going to. You know, swim so fast that he was going to create cream and rise to the top. Who are you, Christopher Walken in that <laughs> fucking Catch Me If You Can movie? <laughs> wow. The butter! Anyway, I can't do a Christopher same, Walken at same all. Same time period. Do we I think maybe one? she... I think she did want to win, and she told the pitcher to throw her something that she wasn't going to hit, but when she did hit it, she was like, all right. Okay. Gotcha. I, I, I think it was both. Hmm. I have no uh, no opinion on the yeah. matter. Anyway, let's. I will this rate gig. this movie though. You're gonna start. No, I'll do it last, you like I be, always do. You should be. You know what? Let's. I'll go us. first because you know what? Fucking men suck. So, um, <gasps> I rate this movie an eight. I think it's extremely well done. This is in Penny Marshall's hit parade. It's fucking big and a league of their own, and there's a few more in there. Uh, that's a string of movies that. You, fucking filmmakers are going to struggle to replicate for all time. She just was cranking them out. So, um, yeah, she deserves every second or every every bit of that eight, if not even higher, depending on the day I see it. Uh, great movie. Just great movie. Shannon? I also give this a, a 8.5. I don't <gasps> think this movie loses anything. I think it... At any time period, it's a, a good movie to watch. I know there's some things that wouldn't fly anymore in this movie, but it's easily seen or talked about. Uh, I still think it's a great watch. Good message. If you can't Emotional. watch this movie without being triggered, go fuck yourself. There's Angela? nothing triggering in this movie. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give this one a, a nine. I. Like Joe said at the very beginning, I we grew up watching this movie. I've seen it hundreds of times throughout my life, and even despite the fact that I haven't seen it in you know a decade and a half or whatever, it's 
it holds up. It holds up so hard and it's so funny and it's so charming and it's heartwarming and it, it just sucks you in and I, I can watch it a million more times. It's utterly watchable. And who doesn't love Penny Marshall? Come on. Oh, right. Agreed. Yeah. Go watch Plus, it. Plus, Shannon, this movie has our song in it that I sing to you all the time. It does. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, super sweet. But is it It Has to Be You? No, it's the You Belong to Me song. Oh. It's not It Has to Be You, you sung by Marla. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were sung by like Marla. <laughs> I'm sick of Nelson. Ain't I, baby? <laughs> And he's just sitting there nodded. Oh, what a good guy Nelson is. Oh, he was bewitched by her. It was it was magical. Mm-hmm. Well, go out and see a league of their own. Go out and see Absolutely. a league of their own. It's baseball season, everyone, so it's time for you to go. Yeah, them boys of summer. It should be girls of summer. Yeah. I and hate I- baseball. Uh, I don't agree with that necessarily. Well, I don't. You hate don't agree it. that I hate baseball? No, I think you don't understand it. Like, like you, like you, you don't don't have a good relationship with baseball. You guys fostered a good relationship. You talked to each other. You could work it out. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm out of this one. Okay. Um, I was I was spoiled for sports in general when I was in a tumultuous relationship with a man who had to be watching sports 100% of the time, even curling. If that was the only sport on, guess what was on the TV? Yeah, I went through a phase like that. I watched everything. I, like, knew all the women's tennis players by names because it's, like, on ESPN2 <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, it's Martina Hingis. She's winning again. <laughs> so I, I went ahead and married a man who hates sports just about as much as I do. Hmm, interesting. Well, do you hate ending this podcast? Because I sure don't. If you want to email us, you can do so. MovieDummies at gmail.com. We're at MovieDummies on places like Twitter and Facebook. Maybe we should get like an Instagram or something. Then we can uh, all just be posting shit on there because I don't ever go on Twitter hardly. And uh, I don't even know if I remember the login. So maybe I'll do that and I'll share the login info and we can all just be posting stuff on there. How's that sound? Sounds good. Awesome. Yeah, IGs. All right. Um, you know, dropping in. I really liked, and we can do like recommendations constantly. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. Come back next week. And we'll be talking uh, about who knows what, probably recommendations of some sort, mm-hmm. as always is the case. Um, and now we, after this, we have to go back in time and do last week's episode. <gasps> A peek behind the curtain. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Do I play outro music? Should I play the outro music? Probably. All right, let's do it. Or we could just not. You know, I want to get new music, too. We'll talk about that up here. Um, I like the smooth jazz The old adventure time. Um, once again, everybody, thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back with hopefully all five of us. Hopefully. And then hopefully. hopefully in the near future, we can get a live, all together, all five movie dummies in the same room episode. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, 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 Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> okay. in the great girl. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Um, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. And we're the movie dummies. We are the movie dummies. Also, what? Cheese stinks. Bye. 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 Wait, I messed that up. Did you? <laughs> Something about cheese bags. Cheese steaks. Stay fresh. No, no. Bye. No, wait. Is that what we say? Yeah. Bye. Yeah, that's what we say. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>